Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by uh, Edward James Hughes, also known as Ted Hughes, who was an English poet and translator who lived from 1930 to 1998. He served as Poet Laureate from 1984 until his death. Hughes was married famously to uh, Sylvia Plath from 1956 until she died in 1963. Um, so some of you may know his, his name from that. The poem that I'm going to read today is called The Seven Sorrows. It goes like this. The first sorrow of autumn is the slow goodbye of the garden who stands so long in the evening. A brown poppy head, the stalk of a lily, and still cannot go. The second sorrow is the empty feet of the pheasant who hangs from a hook with his brothers. The woodland of gold is folded in feathers with its head in a bag. And the third sorrow is the slow goodbye of the sun who has gathered the birds and who gathers the minutes of evening, the golden and holy ground of the picture. The fourth sorrow is the pond gone black, ruined and sunken the city of water, the beetle's palace, the catacombs of the dragonfly. And the fifth sorrow is the slow goodbye of the woodland that quietly breaks up its camp. One day it's gone. It has left only litter, firewood, tent poles. And the sixth sorrow is the fox's sorrow, the joy of the huntsman, the joy of the hounds, the hooves that pound till earth closes her ear to the fox's prayer. And the seventh sorrow is the slow goodbye of the face with its wrinkles that looks through the window as the year packs up like a tatty fairground that came for the children. Um, there's a lot going on in this poem. Um, the repetitive nature and structure of it, of these uh, seven stanzas, is um, sort of uh, comforting in a way. You know, it's something to latch onto, like a like the the old epic poems where the this certain um epitaphs and things like that would cue the storyteller into what was coming next it was like a memory a memory tool so certainly this is a good poem to memorize for that reason but the various themes within each stanza speak to the complicated nature of autumn certainly you know you get that stanza the sixth where it talks about the fox's sorrow is also the huntsman's joy and the joy of the hounds um and you know that that that's consistent with so many of the poems that I've been reading recently about autumn that the idea that some things are dying but other things are resting some things are ending but there's also a harvest that's that's captured nicely in this poem there's just you know these seven images are so um vivid uh unusually vivid I think um first we have the slow goodbye of the garden which stands so long in the evening the garden which once was flourishing has slowly, slowly, slowly faded, and now it's gone. All of a sudden, you look up one day, and everything's dead in the garden. It's just stalks um, and dirt and maybe some weeds that have lingered. Then the second image, the pheasant, which hangs from a hook with his brothers. So the, the dead pheasant that's, that's gone, the empty feet. The third sorrow is the goodbye of the sun who has gathered the birds and who gathers the minutes of the evening. The early, the earlier day, the the earlier evenings coming on the shorter days. The fourth sorrow is the pond gone black. 
the beetle's palace of the the catacombs of the dragonfly. So the, the 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 passing away of these these bugs of the of the summer is the summer life. The the pond gone black. I think about that a lot. The con- the question of like, what, is the pond literally black, or is that a metaphorical blackness? Um, is it black because the light's down? I that's that's one of the images that I, that I think about a lot in this poem. The fifth sorrow, the woodland quietly breaking camp. The sixth sorrow. The fox's sorrow, and then the seventh sorrow, we come back to the beginning. It's this. It's another slow goodbye. So, the, in the first, third, fifth, and seventh stanzas, we're getting a slow goodbye. In this case, it's the face with its wrinkles that looks through the window as the year packs up. Um, I'm not entirely sure what to make of that, but for me, it's this image of like a child looking outside and it's really cold that's what i think of looking outside and and things aren't the same outside you can't have the same kind of fun um i don't know that that's really what he's getting at but that's the image that stands out to me particularly as i nostalgically look back at my own uh childhood living up in wisconsin where the cold came on early but also it's a face that's wrinkly right so it's it's an old person um so it's it's not a young person necessarily but for some reason, that's the impression that comes to mind for me as a young person looking outside. But really, it's this old face, this wrinkled face. Um, so those those seven images are really uh, really interesting, really um, vivid and, and worth contemplating. So one more time, here's the complete poem, The Seven Sorrows by Ted Hughes. The first sorrow of autumn is the slow goodbye of the garden who stands so long in the evening. A brown poppy head, the stalk of a lily, and still cannot go. The second sorrow is the empty feet of the pheasant who hangs from a hook with his brothers. The woodland of gold is folded in feathers with its head in a bag. And the third sorrow is the slow goodbye of the sun who has gathered the birds and who gathers the minutes of evening, the golden and holy ground of the picture. The fourth sorrow is the pond gone black, ruined and sunken the city of water, the beetle's palace, the catacombs of the dragonfly. And the fifth sorrow is the slow goodbye of the woodland that quietly breaks up its camp. One day it's gone. It has left only litter, firewood, tent poles. And the sixth sorrow is the fox's sorrow, the joy of the huntsman, the joy of the hounds, the hooves that pound till earth closes her ear to the fox's prayer. And the seventh sorrow is the slow goodbye of the face with its wrinkles that looks through the window, as the year packs up like a tatty fairground that came for the children. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. Be back tomorrow with another poem for you.